0: welcome everyone to another episode of the roman show this is for the week of this november 29 i was talking about september november 29th that's it we're heading into the last month of the year and uh we're excited because on this episode we welcome the lead singer of varsity you don't know who varsity is well we'll tell you all about it coming up next right here on the roman show Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in the face. Booster. Go. Retro. Go. Go. Vital, Go. Flight guidance, Guidance. Surgeon. Go. Flight. Go. We're going flight. GNC. We're going. Down do Go. Control. Go. Danger. Go. 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 We are going. Network. Go. 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 Recovery. Go.
1: This is Houston. We are going to
0: the Roman, the Roman Show. Show with your host Rodolfo. And welcome back, everyone, to the Roman Show. I am your host, Rodolfo Roman. Thank you for joining us here on another episode. Uh, we took some time off, of course, during the Thanksgiving holiday. Hopefully, everyone had a great one stay safe, Uh, we don't want any coronavirus out there, we don't want any of that stuff, so hopefully all you guys are safe and sound uh, at home or wherever the heck you are, but wherever you're tuning in, whether it be in your car, uh, while you're working out, whatever, the point is, thank you for listening, I am your host Rodolfo Roman, ring announcer of the year and a whole lot of other things that I do. Uh, in this industry, but we're excited because we are welcoming Joey Varela. He is the lead singer of Varsity, and it's spelled a little weird, V-R-S-T-Y. They are a post-hardcore infused band from New York City. Uh, They're pretty hardcore. And then Joey's voice, a very melodic, very R&B-ish comes into play. I'm sure you probably have heard the band, actually. They've been playing their music on SiriusXM Octane. And if you have Spotify or any of the streaming services, I'm sure that you could come across it. So that's Varsity, V-R-S-T-Y. And Joey joins us to talk about the new album, Cloud City, sorry, the EP, Cloud City, which drops this Friday, December 4th. Make sure you catch it on your favorite streaming service. But with that said... In just a few he'll be on but let's talk a little bit about what's going on in the world here let's give our take Uh, but want to give a special thanks to our special friends at fusion CBD head on over to fusioncbdproducts.com and order some great CBD uh, products Uh, I myself use the the liquid and you hear me preach out about it all the time it works it really works as you get older into uh, in life your body Uh, tells you some different things and you want to make sure that um, you take care of it you take care of it and rightfully so products like Fusion CBD help you um, overcome uh, these pain and these injuries so head on over to FusionCBDProducts.com and purchase your product right now they got uh, capsules they got the liquid they got a whole bunch of things even coffee Um, anything that you need to make you feel good so right to hear me talk about this as well a very uh nifty little device and it's so good for massages when you wake up in the morning i have back problems so the first thing i do i lay down on my soul right uh and it's and it's very easy you can put it in a bag in your book bag whatever it may be head over to psorite.com that's so right and the holidays are here you want to make sure that your balls down there are Trimmed and look pretty good for the ladies. Manscaped is what you need. It's the Manscaped Lawn Visit them right now, manscaped.com. And as you shave, shave them, you got to keep them smelling good. So you need yourself a bottle of Ball Wash. It's ballwash.com. Visit them right now on the website, ballwash.com, or visit our website, theromanshow.com, to find out how to purchase your own bottle of Ball Wash. And let me take a sip of my coffee here. Oh. Hmm. Oh, super good. A little black coffee there with a little, uh, collagen protein and gotta say, but tastes really good, man. know, yeah. Helps you also with, uh, recovery as well too. So, uh, again, hopefully you guys are staying safe. Um, you know, this stuff is not over the numbers are going up now with the holidays they're anticipating that coronavirus or COVID 19 numbers are going to uh erase uh, ridiculously um in fact that it seems that we're headed down um uh, down the path where we were back in the spring where we had these crazy numbers it seems that that's where we are headed but hey no need to be scared uh just make sure that you take it easy follow the proper uh protocols and stay home you know, if you don't need to go out, don't go out. If you do, I understand. You need to relax your brain. Uh, but if you do, just make sure that you take it easy. You don't do anything crazy, anything wild. I just, just saw a video they had of a party. I had like 30 people in a house, no mask, everything. And listen, and again, I, I have no objection to it. Anyone has the right to do whatever they want. Good for you. But if if you if you're a person that criticizes others for doing this, and you yourself are doing it, uh, isn't that a head scratcher there? Just saying, but whatever. We're not gonna talk about this. This is a whole different uh topic, and uh, let's take let's talk about something here that we talk about all the time, and that's pro wrestling, right? That's something that we could agree and disagree on, and we we might never be right or wrong. But Kevin Owens and Paul Heyman had one of the best promos of all time. And unfortunately, it didn't air during SmackDown. It aired during the Talking Smack segment afterwards. And they had a one-on-one, and it was so legitimate. I don't know if there was a shoot, whatever it may be, but Paul Heyman basically respects kevin owens tells him listen i've been a a big proponent of yours despite of of your ideas even though people thought that your your ideas were kind of a little radical or 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 progressive and the angle between roman reigns and kevin owens is building up to very very nicely i must admit Um, because let's face it where has kevin owens been we haven't really seen much of him other than doing commentating and things like that. And every now and then I'll have a a, a, a match. Uh, and that's basically what Paul Heyman said. Listen, you're at a rot right now in your career where you don't know where to go, whether you just there collect a check, or you go and climb up the ladder. And it seems that by giving him this feud with Roman Reigns is building up back some, some steam into Kevin Owens. But if you haven't had a chance to see this promo please do yourself a favor and watch the talking smack it's a type of stuff that really makes me want to see pro wrestling since lately has been blah to say the least and listen yes, Eric Bischoff came out the other day and said that he wasn't impressed with what's going on in the WWE AEW and any, anyone else why because they're they're doing the same thing they've been doing for the past 20 years nothing has changed That is why those numbers that they show are not, and I'm talking, I'm referring to Wednesday night with AEW and NXT. They're not anything to really cheer about. Think about it. Less than a million? What is it, 900,000 maybe? It's pretty sad if you come to think of it. Back in the day, Monday Night Raw and, and, and... Nitro were pulling in crazy numbers. I understand they didn't have YouTube or, or, or video on demand, but I don't know, guy. If the product is really good, I'm going to tune in. I don't think I'm going to wait and catch it some other time. So in my opinion, it's just been very bland. I myself sometimes just end up catching it later on or I read about it. Because the storylines just aren't all that great. Let's just face it. Now, The Undertaker just retired. And uh, it was quite uh, the the ceremonial goodbye. It was pretty cool, I must say, with the hologram of Paul Bearer. But someone someone posted, I believe it was Vince Russo, stated that if you let The Undertaker book Monday Night Raw, or, or just in WWE in general, you'll know... Or you'll see the ratings boost. I am all for that. Why not? This is a guy who can tell stories in a ring without doing any crazy maneuvers. Let's face it. What was The Undertaker known for? Every now and then, he'll jump over the third rope. Uh, he'll, he'll walk on the rope. Uh, choke slam and power driver. It's pretty much it, right? This guy wasn't doing any any Frankensteiners, any... any suicidal or, or or moves from the corner, he wasn't doing none of that. But the fact that he told a story with those simple moves just tells you how good he was or he is. And a lot of these blasters nowadays can really use some of that teaching or learning. In fact, he has gone and said that he might be or he could be considered to be a teacher or a coach at the performance center we need people like that we need people to tell stories that is what builds remember at one point it was known that wwe or pro wrestling was the soap opera for men there ain't nothing soap opera-ish about what's going on now a bunch of guys doing stunts uh, there's just no correlation they, they don't you know and, and listen i i like aew i i, I watch and in fact if i on I'm, I'm wednesday night between the two i stick to the aew and i was really intrigued because of all these crazy maneuvers like for example the young bucks and, and the pentagon and ray phoenix but over a while it's just too fast paced and then all of those crazy moves that they do just kind of loses their point you do these insane moves and you make you by redoing it over and over and over it loses the value of it Where was the time when a freaking leg drop would end the match? Now you're doing three sixties into a leg drop, and a guy gets up and, and that's that's just what really is concerning because you're losing the point you're losing the storyline, and especially now during coronavirus and the Basically, the, the fact that we only could see wrestling on TV is your opportunity to do so. But they're dropping the ball. They're dropping the ball. Both AEW, WWE, everyone involved here, they're dropping the ball. Sasha Banks went on and stated that she is better than Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. Mind you, by the way that Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns was a great match uh, during the uh, Survivor Series, and that's a match that again they didn't do anything crazy, but just the build up the story was great. It was a lot of fun. Um, it really took me back. But Sasha Banks making these comments, I, 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 she's great. She's good. That's not knocking her for that. However, come on, dude. Really? Are you better than Charlotte? Charlotte's at another level. Okay, so you got a gig on The Mandalorian. Cool. Great. Kudos. Hopefully there's another uh, uh, opportunity for you in Hollywood. But let's face it. Wrestling-wise, you're great. You're good. But you're not Charlotte. You're not. I know you can't put her there yet, but soon you will. Raya Ripley. These are girls that are just phenomenal. Hell, even Becky Lynch. The fact that this girl is making herself bigger than what she really is. I don't know if she's doing it just to make you hate her. Because of that whole really... that, That really ultra confident... Wrestler, it makes you want to hate her, but not really humbling here. So Sasha Banks, check yourself, man. Like Bianca Belair, did you see her lift one of the girls over her shoulder and walk her to the to the to the the corner of the rope? I mean, that's some that's a talented girl as well, strong, powerful, pretty. And you're telling me Sasha Banks is the goat, that she's the best, the, the greatest of all time i don't know sasha You gotta wreck you gotta check yourself before you wreck yourself as my coach used to say hey listen let's talk here some some music some heavy metal and the uh, ozzy osborne has come on and said that if he gets coronavirus or COVID 19 i am fudged i i believe so i'm sure that i'm hoping that uh, ozzy is taking care of himself As you remember he was a uh, uh, he had some issue that um actually had him pulled out of his tour this year Uh, so he's been recovering and he seems to be all right uh but uh, this is this is this is a treasure you know ozzy osbourne is a treasure and if and when we ever get back to live concerts if you haven't seen him or if you do have a chance get out there and go watch ozzy osbourne live because it could very well me may be the last time we never know how long this guy's gonna be around he's already up there in age uh and, and also all the energy that it takes uh but this is a living legend ladies and gentlemen. Ozzy Osbourne is a living legend and uh please 2020 coronavirus don't take Ozzy Osbourne away from us. Please don't. Mhm. And other news. Hatebreed man, Hatebreed pulled out a, an album this past weekend if you haven't had the chance to see it dude get your do yourself a favor and hear it right now the entire album is, is really an anthem to pick your ass up weight of the false self amazing freaking album from hey Breed, their last one being back in 2016 so four years later they released a weight of the false self uh, I-, I can't explain how good this freaking album is Head on over to your famous streaming site and hear it today. You'll do yourself a favor. Trust you me when I tell you this. All right, we're gonna welcome Joey Varela here on the Roman Show. The lead singer of Varsity, spelled V-R-S-T-Y. Massive. Uh, the single is out now, and the Cloud City EP will be released this Friday, December fourth. Here he is, Joey, on the Roman Show. Hey. Hey. Welcome back everyone and uh, as always here we got some great bands featuring, uh, featured here on the program that probably is the first time you hear from them here on, uh, on the program and elsewhere but listen it's great to know that we are um, that gate that allows you to hear to some great new sounds and right now it's a, it's a great pleasure to have this young man Joey Varela of Varsity joining us right now on the program make sure that you head on over to your favorite streaming platform and click on that follow button uh, Varsity, they have their new single, Shameless, and their EP, Cloud City, uh, will be out soon. So, Joey, thanks so much for your time and joining us, man. Yeah, thank you
1: for having me, man. I appreciate
0: it. So, so Joey, um, you guys have been at it for some time. Uh, 2015 is what I got here, so about mm-hmm. five years now. Uh, and and you've been putting a lot of EPs, uh, but you got a Shameless. Shameless is out right now. you got a Cloud City. What can you tell us about this EP and... Any chances now that we're going to get a full blown album from you guys?
1: Oh, nice. A two-parter. The EP, honestly, I love this EP. Uh, I got, this is the first time with this EP that I actually got to, like, I got a bunch of time to, like, actually write the music and start talking more about things that I've always wanted to talk about. Because with the last EP, uh, we kind of, you know, as a young band, we were touring so much, we kind of rushed through them with this one. We took our time. Um, I'm super excited for everyone to hear it because I absolutely love it. And um, yes, we actually just got out of the studio in September. We were there from August 8th to about September 15th, um, recording a full-length record, which I have no idea when it's going to come out, but uh, you will definitely hear a full record sometime soon.
0: Well, looking forward to that. So before we jump the gun here, and and, and you can maybe let us in a little secret about the full-blown album. But Cloud City, the EP, you guys have been putting out some great EPs. Um, in the meantime, kind of uh, giving, giving us a good gist of what the band is all about. Uh, dating back here to Black Deluxe. Uh, of course, Black, Black Deluxe was in 2019 last year. Uh, and then again, the, the new song, Shameless. You know, there was one song that just caught my attention. And, and I see that you, you reference uh, as a vocalist, uh, some really trendy uh, favorite I guess lyrics from songs like I know you mentioned Billie Jean in one of them, um, <laughs> yeah. the, and then I think it's Unity. Uh, you mentioned it's one of my favorite Eminem songs. I could be your Superman. So was it uh, was that yeah. an inspiration from that? Like you take some of this these these, these popular songs and put them with your great voice and then and, and and the whole metal sound, the new core in the background. <laughs> well,
1: so here's the thing about it. Um, I I grew up listening to like. Eminem, Michael Jackson, like all these crazy great artists, you know, and that's like where my singing background comes from Um, I listen to a lot of pop music and trap music now and I always notice in that realm of music like that, you know That genres and stuff like that They oftentimes reference their like other their peers like other musicians and songs or you know they, They do callbacks to like the greats and stuff like that and I don't really hear that much in metal Yeah right um and so i just decided you know what i'm gonna do that like i i love there's a bunch of artists i love that had like these crazy sick lines before and so i put i put them in the songs as like little easter eggs to see if anyone catches them (laughs) and sometimes people do most of the time people don't you obviously did catch someone i think you might be the second person who caught the superman in unity
0: Yeah, when I caught that, I am like, wait a minute. It sounds very familiar. <laughs> yeah, it's I Oh, man. Yeah, and I, and I remember the video, you know, where the girl's drunk and she's walking down the, the, the steps and she falls. <laughs> and, and, so it, it took me back to that. But that that's, that's good to know that, that you're doing such a thing because you're right. Usually when it comes to the matter, especially now, I guess most, most of the references are, are very personal, right? You got suicide yeah. sometimes. You got depression <laughs> um some anger but not so much references to pop uh and and it is quite pretty cool you know you get of course you get your your relationships but that's pretty pretty cool you're paying homage to to some of the greats and the legends using metal platform
1: yeah i mean i I might as well like uh, to be honest the way i see it is when i was younger i got into music because i heard these people doing This thing that I fell in love with, I would have never known that I could even sing unless I saw Michael Jackson, or, or known that I can do like fast tight lyrics. Had I not practiced to like Eminem or anyone else like that, so it's. I always find that it's it's you know it's a good thing to pay homage to like, you know the artist who inspired you and got you to you know jump into like the whole music business and singing, playing guitar, whatever it is that you do.
0: And you know lately I've been seeing a lot a lot of uh, bands like yours they have a a very talented singer with a whole metal core metal sounds in the background slaves is another band. I know you've collaborated with them. Um, and, and and it seems to be picking up because usually when you think of metal, right, you get this, this this disgruntled voice and anger and all of that. But who would have thought you got like a sweet voice singing behind these sounds? You know what I mean? It's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And it's picking up steam. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed it's, um, it's,
1: it's really picking up now it wasn't i guess it kind of started a while ago but it wasn't it wasn't as prominent in the in the scene as it is now
0: now are, are you of hispanic descent by any chance
1: yeah i'm yes. puerto rican and italian so
0: puerto rican all right so are we gonna get some 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 spanish songs out of you do you speak spanish
1: i do speak spanish so um oddly enough there is there is some songs of mine where I sing Spanish. I'm not sure if those are going to come out anytime soon. All right. But um, I did do that recently. Um, we went in, when we went to the studio, there were some songs where I was like, "Yo, I wanna, I wanna sing in Spanish." And my producer was all about it. He was, he literally was all about that. Um, it's not, you know, that's something that I also grew up listening to, like Frank Ruiz and, and stuff like that. Right. Um, and like Celia Cruz and, and and things like that. I'm not sure if you're familiar with those artists. Of course I
0: am. Of course I. Yeah.
1: I you know. I used to listen to them and, uh, you know, I sing Spanish as well. Might as well put that into our music
0: too. I, I, I was about to tell you, you got to do maybe like some sort of like combination of bachata or salsa or cumbia and you put it... I mean, why not, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I actually thought about that already. When I figure out how to make that yeah. a good combination of metal, I'm going to do it. <laughs>
0: yeah, because see, I've heard... Okay, so let's see. I know there's some bands, like for example, Nonpoint. And, okay, yeah, yeah. you know, they, they do have... They sing in Spanish, but they do have some Latin beats into it, like the tempores or things like that. Uh, yeah. But yeah. incorporating the bachata sound, which is always pretty much the same sound, uh, yeah, th- that would be that would be a pretty pretty unique sound to mix it in with the metal.
1: Yeah, it it actually be sick. Like bachata is like that would be like super sick to add into the metal.
0: Yeah, the, the unique. I I don't. I can't think of anyone that has done that. And if I mean, you might be the pioneer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no the, 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 pressure, no the, pressure. No. I mean, you might just create a new a new genre. I, I don't know what you would call it. Bachata metal. I, uh, I wouldn't know. But I don't know. But I, bachata core. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, listen. You know, it's so cool because as as metal, you know, when you think of metal, it's it's just aggressive. Like I said, dark, and you know, people just fighting in a pit. But it's expanded so much. That uh, you know, so many great bands, uh, talented, are not just from the United States or or, or you know other kind of like Russia or, or you know Norway, you know some of these these places that were known for for metal, but you got bands from like Japan, India, and they're mixing in their fleet their their sounds. Um, yeah, you know there's there's some metal bands that are mixing in that Bollywood sound and it's like what the hell. So why not with the Spanish, you know, it, it's, it's just a matter of time.
1: Oh yeah. It's it definitely just a matter of time. I mean, music has to, has to branch out anyway. Like there's, if you stay on one thing and you do the one, you know, the one same thing, thing forever, let's just like break down and scream, then it'll, it'll never grow. But if you start adding in different styles and different like types of music, it, it becomes more accessible to other people.
0: So Joey, gr- growing up, uh, were you always involved with music? Were you in chorus, or were you in a musical group in school?
1: Um, I wish I was. I was not. So I used to sing at home. Uh, huh. pretty much. That's it. I would put on like Michael Jackson cassettes, and I would sing and dance to his music at home. But uh, in school, I didn't do. Uh, I didn't do any of that stuff, man. I was like a really shy, timid kid, and I would just come home and play like video games or something and sing. But it was always to myself.
0: So. Would you say so you would sing some some You know Michael Jackson maybe some Spanish music at home
1: Yeah, so it was a lot of it was a lot of Michael Jackson and Frank Sinatra
0: So I would presume that maybe at, at like house parties, you know Latinos they like to get together and Sing and dance and do wild parties. Would would you would you sing at one of these functions? Wait, what again? Would you sing at some of these family functions by any chance would you would you sing?
1: Uh, not really. I was I was super shy. Um, people asked me to sing because my mom knew that I could sing, and she would always tell the family, you know, like, oh, you know, he can sing, like, make him sing, and people would try to bribe me for a dollar to sing. <laughs> um, but I was also, I was so shy that I never really, you know, I never really did it.
0: Well, I ask you this because, you know, with our moms, our our Hispanic moms, you know, they 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 uh, yeah, they, yeah. they value our men, and I'm sure they're like, oh, you know, mi niño, he has a great voice, yada yada. So, what was her reaction when you played the music? You know, you got this nice, sweet voice, and you got this this hardcore sounds in the background.
1: So, when I first started doing like the whole like metal music, mm-hmm. um, oddly enough, I wasn't, I didn't start off as a singer. I knew I could sing, but I was a guitarist for a band that was like all screaming. Hmm. And I showed it to my parents, and my dad, you know, he was into it. You know, my my stepdad, he was, you know, he's into everything. My mom hated it (laughs) because she didn't understand, like, she didn't understand anything or didn't understand what was going on. But when I transitioned into being a singer and she started listening to me put my voice over things that were heavy, she was, she's been on board the entire time. I always got, I always got the support from my mom and my parents to, like, kind of do this.
0: So they, they, they've they seen you perform live at a concert in Mash Pits and all that stuff?
1: Oh, yeah. My mom loves it. My mom loves coming to my show.
0: <laughs> all right. But please don't tell me you put her in a mosh Pit now.
1: <laughs> oh, no. I don't do that. I, got, I keep her away from that. Usually, I keep yeah. her by the merch table where yeah. it's safe. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> I can, I can, I can, listen, I, I was in wrestling, and my mother would never go see me wrestle because she was afraid, so... Um you know it's just hispanic, not all, but most Hispanic moms are like they're very cautious and caring about, especially the, if 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 you 're like a single child and a man, and they take care of you like a porcelain doll, you know what I mean yeah so, <laughs> i mean it's a it 's a little too much, but you you understand you know what I mean, so yeah, what's I going on <laughs> so not with the music, you said Corona of course uh it gave you an opportunity to really kick back and and write um so what are the plans uh, of course we don't know when the hell we're gonna get on stage but are you guys maybe thinking of putting something online uh, to give the fans to to, to sing um, like a like a virtual concert which some of the bands are going are doing right now as we speak
1: oh yeah 100% I mean our our plan right now um, because obviously we can't tour is to have as many songs as possible get as many videos as possible and then also in between that try to do some live concerts for people just so that they can you know they get some music from us they get some visuals and then they also get you know like some type of some sense of like at least like a live i guess interpretation while they're home and stuff like that until we can actually tour
0: gotcha yeah that's it's so difficult you know Uh because i know especially i feel for you guys you want to show your skills your talents and yeah you can write and you can sing all you want in in, in the studio but uh, it's all about the repetitions that you get performing live when you really find out uh, how much you can push your talents
1: yeah there, there's something about performing live that like really like conditions and make the art makes the artist who they actually are so like singing at home and singing in a studio is fun because you know you, you're still singing and you're getting your music but there's nothing like live shows. Like that energy is uh, it, it's it's unlike anything else.
0: So with this pandemic, uh anything that really has inspired you to write? Uh maybe you have you have a notepad there you've been holding for that you've been Collecting all these these lyrics and putting in pen to paper, and then one day eventually make it onto a song. And, and what are some of those things that you do? you experience something personally, or a good friend that went through something uh, during these times, where there be you know a loss or financial issues that have prompted you to create a song? Yeah, well, you know, I've
1: went, I've honestly gone through all of that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've had losses this year, same thing, financial issues, because, you know, business is shut down and, right. you know, I'm not toying. Um, but mostly I've just been inspired by people. Um, I know it, this might sound weird, but I noticed that over the pandemic, more people are more vocal about their opinions and thoughts and their views on, like, the way the world should be or, or, or shouldn't be and things like that. And I've been inspired by the conversations that people have with other people or that I've had with people. Just about how things should work or the world you know where the world is going um and I've actually written bunches of songs about that, because everyone kind of thinks differently, and you don't know until you talk to somebody, but most people these days you know you don't really talk they they're on social media they'll you'll get a like or whatever they'll comment on whatever, and then that's the end of the conversation but over the over the time you know that I've been home during this quarantine. I've got to have like many, many, many conversations with people and understand how you know how people think and everything else, and just decided to start writing music about
0: that. Yeah, and you're right about that. Since not many of us are, you know, some choose to stay home, and you're not able to see family. You get to follow uh, what they're doing with their lives and social media, and yeah. unfortunately, some of it is it's it's not good, you know. But they're they're suffering. Yeah. They're they're stressed out. Yes, the virus is, is killing people, but so is their personal lives, whether it be they're struggling with depression or financial, et cetera. You know, so many things out there. Yeah. And, 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 you know, music for many, uh, as you, of course, you're a lyricist, you're, 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 you're an artist, you're a performer, but for some people going to a concert is something that they look forward to because it's their way of releasing all that stress or anxiety that they have. It's the it's the opportunity that yeah. they meet their friends and just go all out crazy. I mean, listen, it's the only place you could probably smack someone in the face and get away with it and not go to jail in a pit, right?
1: <laughs> That's so
0: true. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Where else can it's not like if you go walk around the street and just, you know, shove someone really hard for the hell of it. You know, you're not going to do that. But in a pit, you could get away with it.
1: <laughs> yeah. And
0: shows you actually can't do it. Yeah, it's sad, man. But hopefully, you know, we'll we'll come out of this together. And, and as you guys, we look forward to that new music. Uh, please keep us posted. And when you get an opportunity, make sure you put on your calendar in, the, in there. Uh, we want we want you guys down to come down to Florida. We'd love to have you down here, man. Oh man, I'd love
1: to go back to Florida. I love Florida. I absolutely love Florida.
0: You know, we got a We got a huge Puerto Rican. Uh, Crowd here, so we could have some a and all that good stuff, man. <laughs> <The> good food <laughs> Yes, sir. All right, joy, well, thanks so much again. Um, Var is the band. Make sure you follow them on your favorite social platforms. Ah. Shameless is out now, and uh, Cloud City, the EP, will be out very, very soon. Look out for it. And 2021, we'll get that full album. joy thanks so much for your time, man. Thank you so
1: much for having me, man. Thank you. Thank you
0: thanks again joy and looking forward to that ep uh, out right now uh december 4th you can get check out some of the music though available right now on your favorite streaming site all right in russia this is very disappointing but in russia they had an intergender freak show fight where a man who weighed in 529 pounds fought an actual mma woman fighter female fighter the woman ended up winning Uh, the lady's name is darina madzouk and the gentleman who weighed almost almost 600 pounds grigory Chitakov. and this is the most ridiculous stupid thing you could ever see just because the fact that uh, we're in this business here we had to find out what the hell it's all about but this is pathetic uh this is really oversized man who does not to be deserve to be in a cage for that reason or fight he should be in a freaking gym losing weight instead of fighting a female but they they thought that this promotion here would get some sort of attention and you know mma and by the way the the promotion's name is uh, our business and uh we're at a point where mma is up there with boxing right it's getting that 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 acclaim that respect uh there's no longer human cockfighting with uh, the late senator john mccain used to call it and here we are putting stupid fights uh between this oversized man and a female you'd figure by now that we 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 would kind of understand i mean the sport has gone mainstream where it was on fox it was in espn and it's on all channels that you can think of right you got all these channels that are picking up different promotions espn also have pfl for god's sake uh paramount has um bellator cbs aired uh mma Get over it we don't need this type of stupidity uh, to be out there because it really puts a dent into sport and it's and it makes it laughable this is not pro wrestling this is a serious sport that needs to be taken that way and respected but if you're pulling out tricks like this you're just really kicking the can as they say so shame on you our business uh, over there in russia i don't think we need this type of publicity mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. at a combined age of hundred and fifty-five year or hundred and five years. That's right. That's how much age there was in that ring between Jones and Mike Tyson. Tyson being fifty-one, Jones being fifty-four. And I have to admit, they delivered. Mike Tyson looked great. He looked phenomenal. Sugar Ray, uh, Sugar Ray Leonard. Uh, he was actually the commentator, but uh, uh, Roy Jones Jr. stepped in, still moved quite, not, not as quick as a cat as he used to, but he brought it to Mike Tyson, and Mike Tyson, the powerful man that he is, still doing it, man. The guy was just power, just just power. Uh, there There was no indirect winner, although it was an exhibition fight, but they did claim that it was a draw. I don't know what these judges were seeing, but hey maybe they just did that just for the hell of it but the pay-per-view aired on Tr- triller triller.com and they had a mixture there of hip-hop and boxing and and, and make quite the entertainment especially for Snoop Doggy Dog Snoop Dogg uh, chimed in as a commentator during the fight alongside Mauro Ronaldo, um Trigger Ray Leonard and Israel Adesanya the UFC champion uh, but Snoop Dogg just just took it. And Snoop Dogg took the freaking day. In the previous fight, or the co-main event fight, you had Jake Paul, the former YouTuber turned professional boxer, uh, versus uh, Nate, a former NBA, Nate Robinson, former, uh, former NBA superstar. And Jake just knocked the hell out of Robinson very quickly. Just put put this man to sleep, literally. And on one of the the knockout, one of the knockdowns, Snoop Dogg just starts singing church church songs, carols, and or more like church songs. And it's it's if you haven't had a chance, please do yourself a favor, favor, go watch this stuff. It's freaking great. Um, <laughs> Snoop Dogg deserves to be a commentator. We remember he was part of the contender series where uriah Faber, where he would smoke and drink and commentate and the guy is funny he's really hilarious <laughs> and i'm not saying that he knows exactly what the hell he's talking about but he's just like your casual fan but to hear this guy talk is just funny in fact during the tyson fight he said that it looked like there was two uncles fighting in the backyard And he was calling for his grandma. (laughs) This guy is awesome. This kid's hilarious. Put this guy more. Maybe we can flip flop between normal commentating. You know professional commentating. And entertainment. Which is Snoop Dogg. Pair him up with Uriah Faber in MMA. uh, And and we'll get a freaking. uh, A great. (laughs) Masterpiece of commentating. uh, With Snoop Dogg. By the way. Follow us on our socials guys. That's Roman DH. That's myself and at The Roman Show on Twitter, and Roman Show Media on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, to, to finalize here pretty much on another topic of the Tyson and um, Roy Jones Jr. Which Tyson said he'll, he'll come back again, and mind you, he smoked right before the fight. That's right, he smoked marijuana before the fight, he said he was great. What do you watch? Where do you watch another fight? What do you watch Tyson go up? Uh, maybe fight Vander Vanderhoek Field. What do you watch these old legends? Well, the one guy that won't is Dana White, UFC president, although a fan and friend of Tyson, said to listen, it's a, it's a young man's sport, and I, I just don't, don't want to see two old dudes just fighting in the ring. Leave it to the young guys. Leave it to the guys that are going to bring excitement, uh, although he did admit that he was watching the fight last night. Uh, We recorded this on Sunday. So he was watching the fight uh, while watching the UFC fights. And he was asked if he would promote Roy Jones Jr. versus Anderson Silva. I remember these two had a little eh, confrontation on social media that they would fight. And Dana White said no. Again, he doesn't believe that old folks or men in their 50s fight. They just should be home relaxing. I'll be real with you, though. After watching the fight between Tyson and Jones, why not? I would not mind watching Anderson Silva and Roy Jones Jr. It'd be fun, it'd be entertaining. Although remember, Jones here fifty four, Anderson Silva in his forties. The big uh, big difference in age. Um, forties and fifties, complete different strangers there. Be quite interesting though to see those two go at it one on one. And I I I'd have I favor Anderson because of the age difference there and lastly one guy that has been getting attention I mentioned him earlier um, <laughs> Dick Paul you know he 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 wants Conor McGregor he wants Conor McGregor after defeating Robinson mind you Robinson did not have any prior experience in the professional world of boxing in fact he was making his debut so Paul you look good out there you look great but earn some more w's and revisit that thought of you competing against Conor McGregor. I don't think that you deserve that. I'm sure there's money, but sorry dude, you're just not you're not ready for Conor McGregor not yet. All right guys, with that being said, thank you very much for listening to us here in the program. We'll catch you next week. Remember to follow us on the socials. Remember, if you haven't been on, you haven't heard. Check you out next week. Thanks. <laughs> Let's take it